Welcome back again to Your Daily Bible Podcast as we continue working together through the book of 1 Peter. Today we're going to be in 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. So we'll begin in verse 1. In the same way, you wives must accept the authority of your husbands. Then, even if some refuse to obey the good news, your godly lives will speak to them without any words. They'll be won over by observing your pure and reverent lives. Okay, I want to stop here for a second because this is a text that gets used all the time by people with very differing worldviews to either show that Christianity is a chauvinistic religion or to keep women in their place or people struggle with this text and the text that's going to follow it. So real quick, I just want to look at what it says. Remember, this book is being written by Peter to, written by Peter to believers in Rome, new believers that are coming out of a pagan world and into a Christian worldview. Now he's telling these women, many women who accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior were saved out of Roman paganism, but maybe their husbands haven't yet made the same decision. Now in the Roman world, women had little to no rights at all. In fact, in the Roman world, women couldn't own property. They didn't have a voice at all in the affairs of the household. They were responsible for training up children, raising a household, and looking out over the slaves. And so what Peter tells women in this culture, in this time, is to accept the authority of their husbands, to serve them, in fact, is what he says. But I want to point out to you that if you know anything about the gospel, then you understand that Jesus said, if you want to be great in the kingdom of God, then you needed to learn to be a servant of them all. And he told us that we should serve each other. And in fact, we would be known as disciples of Jesus by the way we love and serve each other. So saying that wives should submit to, should serve their husbands, is nothing new here in the context of the Christian faith. In fact, we're told both ways that to be a believer means we do this. So then he goes on to say that by doing that, by serving, by loving, by, he says, uh, living a life even without having to speak words, you'll win them over by their observation of your reverent life. So what he's saying is, again, the same theme we've heard, that our lives are evangelistic, that by following in Jesus's ways, by living in accordance to his ways, his purposes, we actually become living testimonies that when people see our lives, they can see Jesus in us. And he's telling these wives they can win over their husbands by living like this. And then he goes on. Verse 3, don't be concerned about the outward beauty of fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. You should clothe yourself instead with the beauty that comes from within, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. This is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They put their trust in God and accepted the authority of their husbands. For instance, Sarah obeyed her husband Abraham and called him her master. You are her daughters when you do what is right without fear of what your husband might do. In the same way, your husband must give honor to your wife. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner 
in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should, so your prayers will not be hindered. Okay, so the instruction that he goes on to give, again, is about how we live our lives. He says, we don't concern ourselves as believers in Jesus with the things that the world gets wrapped up in. The, the way we look on the outside, the, we don't spend all our time, all our effort, all of our energy on making the outside look right. We clothe ourselves on the inside by living according to God's will, living according to God's purpose, living in God's ways. And then he points out to the husbands as we get through this text that we're to honor our wives, that we're to treat our wives with understanding. And then he says that we are equal partners in God's gift of new life. This is such a wonderful truth that he ends this section of scripture with. When we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, there's no difference between male and female, black or white, Jew or Gentile. We are all made brand new. We are all offered the same salvation. We are all made sons and daughters of Jesus Christ. And the wonderful truth is in the kingdom of God. We may each have different roles as different parts of the body of Christ, but no one part is more important than any other part. That is a message repeated all throughout the New Testament. So we can take faith today that no matter where we came from, no matter who we are, no matter what sex we are, and no matter what color we are, no matter what ethnicity we are, we, if we're in Christ Jesus, are part of God's family, and he has a good plan for our lives. And by living according to that plan, others can be one to Jesus through our testimony. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you today that you use our lives for your glory to help other people find their way to you through our lives. I pray, God, that we would take this seriously, that we would be effective in this, that we would um, take every opportunity that we have to share our hope, our life, and our faith with the people who are around us, especially those in our own family. I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.